0: you <music>
1: Welcome to State of the Realm, your when there's things to talk about. We talk about it, Final Fantasy XIV podcast, and oh boy, do we have some stuff to talk about. The obvious topic of the show, the live letter number 57, our patch 5.2, part 2 live letter. And man, I'm really tired, so it's just going to be sly night tonight, and I need it that way, because I could talk for hours and hours on end about this. But I'm one of your hosts, Mr. Happy, and of course joining me is Sly... A.K. Gray Fox, I don't have the energy for the rest of it. slide. you get out, you get out easy this week. How you doing?
2: Hey, I'm good.
1: Hey, hey, I'm that's good. my line. That's my Is line. It? Yeah, sort of, kind of a thing, hey. kind of a thing. Are you as tired? I'm as good. I am, Sly?
2: Not really. I mean, when I when I landed, I got home, and went, went to sleep.
1: Me too. Woke up at about
2: woke up at about like what three. 30 this morning even though the live letter was at six so I was yeah that
1: sounds great that sounds great i got in at 8 eight thirty. 30 it took me half an hour to fall asleep and then i barely slept for the five hours from 9 p.m to 2 a.m so i'm tired yeah. i can tell i want to die it's okay though uh, before we start talking about what is a very massive live letter, uh, we of course got to thank our sponsors. Uh, we of course have our patrons who we'll be thanking a little bit more formally later on, and of course we have Steel Series, who's been doing giveaways for the show for months and months and months and months now. They've been awesome, and they give away free stuff. So in the YouTube video, go to the description, enter the giveaway there. It's it's free. It's free stuff from Steel free. Series. Why would you not want to enter it? Yeah. Just simple as that. Thank you, SteelSeries, for the sponsors. And patrons, thank you. We'll give you a more formal thank you, but we got your name scrolling in the top right altogether. Sly, I've never been so excited to talk about a patch in a live letter, and I think I don't think I'll ever be as ecstatic again. I say that, and then 5.3 is going to blow my mind. This is my favorite trailer. This was my favorite live letter in a long time. I loved it.
2: It's got a, 5.3 has a
1: lot to live up to. Considering what we're getting in 5.2. But it's a finale, so it can only take everything that happens in 5.2 and magnify it.
2: But it's we all know how finale is kind of like, you know, the lead up is good and then we get to the finale and it's kind of eh.
1: No, I'd say Dragon Song War was eh and then ended really good. I'd say Stormblood, I'd say Stormblood was kind of the same. It was kind of eh and then ended really good. And I'm expecting this, which wasn't eh, was good and then better.
2: Hmm. Again, a lot to live up to.
1: Yeah, I think it, I think it'll live up to it because it, if this trailer, dude, I've watched this trailer a dozen times and I still don't know what's happening. Like, I can piece it together kind of, but yeah. <sighs> I think I think we need to watch it one more yeah. one more time, real quick. One more game. Yeah. One more. Okay, so uh, so we're gonna mute our mics. We're gonna just play the trailer. I just want to watch it. We're watching it. Okay, that's that's bottom yeah. line. It's happening. So I'm muting my mic. Let's 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 go. Let's go. We're doing it.
2: Ancients preserved concepts. Ideal forms to be drawn upon in the act of creation.
0: research suggests. Soul and mind share a fragile yet profound bond. Might it not be possible for an event to leave such a deep imprint upon the soul, that it could be perceived eons later. The light! It's too much for her to bear! In which case none of this is mere coincidence
1: only by the will of the star itself could such a miracle come to pass Watch it again, just one more time, real quick. Can we yeah, just the yeah. whole show? We don't need to talk about it. Really, just
2: loop just loop the trailer. Just
1: yeah. loop it, real. Just it'll. I think it'll be fine. Yeah. I don't think we need to talk about it at all. Oh, I don't. Where do I begin, Sly? Where, where, where do I start? Where, do, uh, uh, huh?
2: So, Ruby Weapons of Gundam.
1: I uh, yeah. I was immediately like. Evangelion kind of came to mind immediately upon seeing No,
2: it? it looks it looks exactly like a Kibale
1: from Gundam. It's, it is
2: just a red Kibale.
1: It's kind of interesting because you know, when we saw Arc Ultima in 5.1 it was like this garland was like melded to it and they just had some dude at like a control scheme behind it. Now they're like fully fledged like combat weapons, like finished combat weapons. So, that was... I wasn't expecting that. That was, like, way more anime than I think I was ready for. I mean, of all my expectations than I have, I should have very much been expecting that one, but I think we should probably start from the top with this live live Because <laughs> <laughs> it's... We can easily get lost. Because yeah. I'll start by saying it was refreshing as an English-speaking can you know someone who watches it only speaks english that the whole live letter was just the live letter there was no q a section which i always feel like without with the language barrier as much as i might be interested in what they're saying it's just lost waiting for you know the text right. to come out for an unofficial or even an official translation
2: right yeah this was pretty cut and dry in terms of just strictly
1: information well, there was about thirty minutes that we're going to be talking about. so here. That I wouldn't say necessarily. I mean, there was certainly information, but its delivery was certainly not that the average live letter. I'll say that much. So he started with the patch date being confirmed, February eighteenth. Oh, such a surprise! I didn't see it. Co- How could I have predicted that four months ago? <laughs> Then we had the trailer, which was always, it's always mm-hmm. a great way to start a live letter. And uh, we just, if we have to talk about the trailer, we'll be here all day. Mm-hmm. But we had a really weird start to this live letter, Sly. Daddy was mad. Dad, yeah, Daddy Yoshi was mad. He called him Yoshi D, don't call him that. It was for dad, but that's not what anyone's going to take that for on the internet. He's still, he's, he's, he's Yoshi P, the dad, dad of light. He's the dad of light now. Yeah. Or dad of darkness. One out of the two So he started by hitting a, a hot Topic, a hot button topic Sort of In third party tools And Mods of some kind mm-hmm. It, yeah
2: We've We've had this discussion Before, but it hasn't Been This extreme it wasn't at this extreme. It was just kind of in passing. We we kind of mention it in passing because it comes up every now and then. And in um, in regards to this, um, one of the things he was he was talking about was people using mods to take you know lewd screenshots. And the thing is, like with with third party tools in this regard, we see a lot of creative things, and we see we see it you know used in a positive light. Let me finish. You see it on the boards and in Reddit.
1: What and we don't see is the is the thing that he's talking about.
2: We don't see this. We try to well, if avoid. We,
1: yeah, if we try, if we try to avoid it at the very least.
2: Third party tools have always been a don't ask, don't tell. And when you use it negatively, you you draw. You pretty much drew the ire of Yoshi P and Square Enix. Like so. When it comes to these, it's always been you know, don't tell, don't be a filthy fucking degen, don't use it for lewd or negative things, and you know P- Yoshi P always says, please refrain from using it, please refrain, it's in the TOS, don't use it, but it's not going to deter people. But if you are, which we know people will still do this again, don't be a filthy fucking degen. I, I made this, com- I made this comparison. Using using third party tools in the negative way is like that one kid at school. We always we always had that one kid at school who you know some of us didn't do our homework, and there's always gotta be that one fucking kid. Hey, don't we have some homework turn? Shut the fuck up. So this is me telling you stop being a filthy fucking DJ and shut the fuck up. You're ruining it for everybody. For the people who actually use it in a positive way. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> we ain't got no homework. Shut the fuck up.
1: Yeah. So this was most. So here's the thing. There's no doubt that this was to all the lewd modders. However. Shut the fuck up. They specifically brought up, depending on the country, being against the law. That's in relation to the choice of which characters are being modded. And uh, if you're doing that, everything Sly just said, I second to like like tenfold. Because that shit's disgusting. And stop it. All right? Stop. Get some help. Yeah, we're not gonna say exactly what it is.
2: We ain't no snitch, but shut the fuck up. You snitching on yourself? No, yeah, exactly. You mean,
1: they they You're being stupid. They you're being
2: themselves. fucking stupid if you're doing that.
1: Yeah. God. Yeah, it's it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's weird, man. That was people laughed a little bit at that section like they they get it they understand it it's it's 100 percent normal people are like i agree
2: but it went on
1: no but i'm saying like further. yeah yeah oh you're saying the next section yeah yeah he mm-hmm. wasn't done the next section was the one people were more like okay let's have a discussion around this one because it's mm-hmm. not the other thing and this was mm-hmm. around third-party tools specifically by name as mentioned ACT and its plugins. We of course know there are other third party tools out there uh that no doubt fall under the same umbrella. And the game breaking use of some of them. And he even went out of his way to name a few that I in particular am, you know, kind of looking at and like, yeah, we kind of did that to ourselves yeah. a little bit.
2: Yeah. It's it's in this regard that like with each tool, he even mentioned Discord by name. He was like, well this technically is a third party tool, but it has no impact on the game. It doesn't alter the game in any way. And um, with third party tools, you kind of have to break it down um, as far as what's really breaking the game. Like, a lot of people have, you know, different opinions. A lot of, like, some similar. Like, we all know what's actually altering the game and what isn't. There are tools that don't really affect the game but affect the experience of others, depending yeah. on how you use them.
1: That's ACT. That's pretty much ACT in a nutshell. Yeah. Yep.
2: And then there are tools that outright just mess with the game. Um, one that he mentioned, he didn't mention it by name, but it's called Paisley Park. Yes. That's something that's the one that he he mentioned and he took to actually the game, he displayed what was being done. And to kind of correct this. I still have my my doubts about yeah,
1: this. So yeah, kind of correct- me too. Me too. Get it out, Sly. So,
2: he gave y'all Paisley Park in game. He gave it to you straight up. Like you don't need Paisley Park anymore. It's in the game.
1: The sort catch of. is, yeah, the crotch is a pretty big one. <laughs> the catch,
2: the catch is, you will no longer be able to set waymarks mid-battle. This, this is where I think it, it kind of crossed the line a little bit. He said people might say it's less efficient, but I don't think a game is fun. If all it does is push for efficiency. In that regard. In that regard.
1: Sly, I'm gonna present. I'm gonna so here's the thing. This became really popular in Epic of Alexander. It's mm-hmm. it it instantly lets you place markers with presets, exactly like the in-game one does.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And people just use it in between phases to change the markers mm-hmm. and their locations. I actually think, of all the plugins we've ever seen that have are game breaking or, or interrupt the experience, this is something that actually should be in the game as the exact same function as the plugin. I, agree, I love that. 100%. Opinion, I agree. It should be in the game.
2: It should be in the game.
1: Because that's incredibly useful from a raid, from a, a high-end raider's perspective. And now they have the technology to... They've made the technology to make the presets, but they're punishing specifically that that application. Even though we now have the technical ability to do it in the game, they've just eliminated When
2: you look at it from a technical standpoint, it affects the game. It affects the coding. Well,
1: yeah, yeah that does. Coding. But I'm saying now they have it in the game. Now they, they have it in the game. But they're still punishing the us. Yeah,
2: yeah, they're still... And see, here's the thing: even before Paisley, Paisley Park was a thing, yeah, I knew people. I knew people who mid raid sacrificed DPS or whatever the fuck they were doing yep. to stop and set waymarks manually. Everyone this was a.
1: Thing. Everyone who's ever set a dive bomb in turn nine or the unending coil of Bahamut, you're a mm-hmm. hero because <laughs> you got. Yeah. I know you've been that. Most of you have been doing it manually. And that's, Mm -hmm. I was like 80 to 90% okay with the changes. And then I thought about that specific thing and I went, there are plenty of times people have manually gone out of their way to place markers based on locations of other mechanics. Right. And that's not a thing anymore. And that I don't like.
2: Yeah. I found like this was a pragmatic solution, a little bit draconian, but pragmatic. Yeah. Pragmatic heavy handed. Because it it punishes the people who sacrificed their DPS and everything they were doing just to do that. I mean, you give us the solution, you, you give us the solution, you put it in the game, and at the same time you punish us. This is exactly like taking our words away in, in Feast.
1: Yes, I feel very much the same, but it, it is very akin to that for me. Because some people screw with it, I've now lost the functionality that i found quite valuable. Um right. Even if it's in limited conditions, it still was no doubt a valuable thing. And like I said, it's the only plugin where I've looked at it and gone like, that should be in the game anyway. Right. As it, as, exactly as as the plugin does, it should have just been a thing in the game. Uh, there's a reason why all the Endgame Raiders were using it, because it's a highly sought-after feature. Mm-hmm. So I think, I think they went the wrong route with disabling placing way markers in combat not to mention in 24 mans people are gonna put the markers down with a preset and just before the pull someone's gonna get rid of them and there's nothing you can do about it at that point or someone's gonna fuck with them yep. right but like something's gonna go wrong and they they might have to walk this one back we'll see but they might have yeah. to walk this one back i agree um
2: and then, uh, oh and we we completely missed it in terms of other third party stuff still no parser in game yeah, said they,
1: but here's, well, this was confusing to me. I need the official digest, okay. which we don't have yet. I really, really mm-hmm. need the official digest because unofficial translations, they're great. We're super grateful to the people who do them, but there's always something lost. Or some sort of message that isn't conveyed all the way through. This is every official digest I've read has changed my understanding of what the actual answers were. Or even just even mm-hmm. unofficial translations that you then give them like a day or two to like go back and read over it. Anything like that that isn't just spur of the moment listening and trying to repeat back is more valuable than the on um, the the minute to minute translation. Because mm. the unofficial translation specifically states that the gray area is still gray. Which means yeah, that there. they can't do anything and they won't do anything unless you make them do something. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> so basically, like they mm-hmm. even said, we're not gonna ban you for having a, a, a an overlay. We're not. We of course aren't gonna try to like scan your client. That's against the law. So like we're just trying to com- we're trying to communicate to you what is not allowed. But like, that I'd Should be I'd be more okay with them just outright no gray area, just state exactly what you want, make it the rule, and stand stick to it consistently. I would prefer that, even if it means no more act on screen. If it means no more of the other po- whatever, I don't care. I just want consistency. I don't want it to be case to case because everyone's. Got and I think
2: we've all, I, I think we've wanted that since the issue earlier, you know few months back or a few weeks back i think that's pretty much what we all want is just concrete rules don't do this you know what is permitted what is not permitted tell us we'll adhere by it we might not like it but we'll fucking adhere by it
1: yeah and the biggest thing is like they said they're not going to scan your pc you can still use act no one's stopping you from doing that it would just Halt the public use of it, and then of course all the other stuff then falls under that umbrella. And we they've they've shown us in recent months they will take to using outside sources for punishment now. It's a but it is again a case to case thing. It very much depends on the case. So right. I'm just saying the I don't like gray areas. It's entirely plausible to set a a flat rule for these kind of things. There might be some loopholes and you cover those when you get to them, but you can a hundred percent take a definitive stance on how you view the, not just how you view things, but how they will be treated should somebody be using them. Even if I don't agree with it, I would just prefer consistency. That's, that's all, that's all I'm asking for. I did like, however, someone posted in my discord, a solution to our problem. Okay. I'm all ears. You bring... So let's say dive bombs, for example, Sly. You need three markers for those in Unending Coil of Bahamut.
0: Here's
1: what what you do. You bring three summoners, and you make them all use the caster pet, and you put marks on them, and you move them based on where you need to go for the (laughs) dive bomb. And then you just bring as many summoners and scholars and scholars (laughs) as you need... To do the mechanic, if it's like that bad. Okay.
2: Oh God. You, he, <laughs> Is that the new Giga Brain strat right that's there? The,
1: that's that's the new I somebody posted that in my Discord. I think it was Hammer. He posted it in my Discord. I was like, that's brilliant. Annoyingly brilliant, God, as chat points out right now. So, summoner, you may be getting dot nerf potencies, but you are the marker of the raid team now. So be proud in your new role.
2: That's a consolation.
1: Yeah. you're the only way we can place markers in combat unless they don't let you put the markers over your head but i think they just mean the ground markers pretty sure they just mean ground markers although there's plugins that just place markers over people's heads too that's the next thing to go if they i would not be surprised i've seen that shit in like uwu streams so i won't be surprised if that's the next thing to go and then you need to place them on the pets in advance which is fine
2: We are too fucking creative. We are too, way too fucking creative.
1: Well, we'll see how this pans out. That's, I've said all I can really say. I,
2: I'm in, yeah, I'm in agreement with you. I think they kind of balked us back, even in the rough amount of time and given enough yeah. outrage.
1: They they were, they were. I remember when they were really dead set on Greed Only and 24 Mans and they walked that back. Yeah. it's It was a dark time. But you know, wasn't for very long. Yeah. All right. Uh Now on
2: to actual 5.2 news. And the first
1: thing they showed us was new markers. <laughs> new crap. They're like, listen, you can't place them in combat anymore, but you can do presets. One, you can you can have up to five total. You know, they're different. You know, you can set them for. We different have a fights. four now. We have a four, and, a, and we have four, and a, well, we have eight markers total now. Was the big yeah. thing. Um, it's easy to change them so they're like, oh, here's this great new feature, but no more placing them in combat. That was the first thing they showed us. I thought it was such a, a fun transition that they went into this dad lecture and then it was like, but here's this new feature based on that lecture. <laughs> uh, yeah one, two three four ABCD markers. oh man. And oh and they also said we're never adding an official parser. I still I still <laughs> don't 100% agree with that stance. I still think they could fix a lot of ire by making a personal only one that doesn't that only shows you yours. They have it in PvP. They're adding it to fishing. <laughs> <laughs> We've got literally F logs, fishing logs, you know, coming up soon. So you know, I'm still I would still like a personal one in game and PS4 that way PS4 yeah. players have one too.
2: Oh, but people 67. won't be able to micromanage and and check your fucking work.
1: I just I'm just saying having the information for yourself is it is the the very minimal the the good thing you can do. <sighs> but uh I digress. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see we'll see what ends up happening.
2: We certainly will.
1: Now that was a very dark way to start the live winner after what was a great trailer. <laughs>
2: I mean, all in all, I like, really, like, and we still say this is one of the best laugh letters, and it just started it's just so because it,
1: awkward. Yes, it started very awkwardly. But I, I will say that jumps up a lot of discussion, and discussion is the thing we literally haven't had in the last, like, six yeah. weeks. So, yeah. you know, even if people disagree, I like discussion, to say the least. Yeah. yeah. Then we got into the 5.2 stuff, um, a mix of going over old stuff, and then a two hours of just new stuff. Essentially,
2: now, now to start off with, he did like when he showed off the first slide. You know, highlighting the main scenario. He did say that cutscenes are going to be a bit longer. So, if you plan on doing the MSQ first, don't plan on doing anything else that day.
1: Dude, I gotta beat the raid ASAP then, cause <laughs> I I need this in my life. <laughs> After that trailer, I need all of this in my life right now. Yeah. Uh, I wonder how long that actually ends up being. Because I think it took like, what, three hours ish for 5.1? It's probably like four or five, I'd presume. Yeah, I'd say so. Dude, I'm ready for it. Mm -hmm. So ready. That spoiler cast. By the way, uh, our spoiler cast for 5.0 is at like 60K views on on YouTube. Shout out to everyone who watched that. The 5.0 spoiler cast. That's that's one of the highest watched Day of the Realms we've had. So I am super ready for the 5.2. Spoiler cast, because uh, that's. Oh! Got an erection thinking about it! Mm-hmm. Sorry. Sorry. Keep it in your pants. It's staying there, just, you know, it's, it's trying to escape. Anyway. Okay. Uh, right. So, next we had Sorrow of Warlit. That's, you know, the Ruby weapon and all the follow up quests. Um, we have the new quest mm-hmm. series for the upgradable equipment. They went into more detail on this later. Uh, a very satisfying amount of new detail, I might add. <laughs> um, we have the Anamnesis Anitor Dungeon. Again, this is mostly reminders. Um, and then we got to the new trial section. Now, they said they were done talking about that extra trial, but they gave us at least a, an expectation of what it was without telling us what it was. So we have Cinder Drift and Cinder Drift Extreme. Those are Ruby Weapon and Ruby Weapon Extreme. Right. They So the first reveal about this secret trial is that it's in 5.25. Which immediately eliminated it from the main scenario, which made things a little bit more interesting. The Ooh. next thing they went on to say was they talk about it later when they talked about the Relic Weapon. The third interesting thing is they said it's going to be close to an extreme difficulty trial. Man, fuck off, Extra Dungeon. I'm good with this. <laughs> Hmm. i'm already fine with no extra fuck off i don't need that shit this this is this is this is fine for me
2: and based off what we're thinking it is yeah i'm fine
1: i'm fine i'm very fine i am i am Mm -hmm. very fine with their decision with this one i have some concerns but we'll talk about that when we get to talking about the relic a little bit later all right um Eden's verse and Eden's verse Savage, they went over that a little bit more. Some job adjustments, you know, some PvE and PvP adjustments. Not much, they just said, you know, Red Mage, a buff, Summoner, a tiny nerf, Uh, Samurai's getting their stuff added to the job gauge, and they've got a few PvP balance adjustments. They said the job they're happiest with in PvP is Summoner, and that that's kind of their, like, guideline for a balanced job. And they're trying to yeah. just get things as close to that balance in PvP as uh, as possible. Dancer,
2: Dancer, way too strong in PvP, obviously.
1: Yeah, I didn't. I I just haven't PvP. I, I I really yeah. can't formulate an opinion. That's for those of you who don't know, uh, Mog Talk host Frosty TV loves PvP. He's a far more reputable mm-hmm. source on that information. Maybe we have him on to talk about these adjustments at some point. He's always uh, a guest that makes us tells us he shouldn't be on the show for some reason. And then uh, invites us on his show, which is really weird for whatever reason. (laughs) He's like, oh, I don't deserve to be here. You guys haven't had me on forever. I'm going to get banned from this show. It's like, you guys want to do on Saturday? (laughs) Just like, (laughs) sure. (laughs) Can we get banned from your show, too? Does it work that way? Uh, um, Ishgardian Restoration update. Massive update to that. Um, We did learn that update will be three weeks after 5.2. 5.2. Um, interesting because five point two one is usually two weeks after, and this time it's three weeks after. Do we factor that into any predictions? Do you think that means five point two five is going to be seven weeks instead of six weeks, or it'll be seventeen weeks for the next patch instead of sixteen weeks? I'm not looking that far. I'm always uh, looking I mean, that I, far in advance,
2: man. I mean, like not in that regard. I'm just saying it's not going to. I don't think it's going to be that long of a wait for the 0.5, .05 patch. I think I think at the very least six weeks.
1: Sly, I'm going to present to you two very problematic things with the schedule of Final Fantasy XIV right now. Okay. So I'm going to go to my calendar right now. Now, So for anyone who doesn't know, you can usually calculate patch dates based on a very set formula that's been only deviated from a few times in history. Um, it's usually two okay. weeks for a .21, in this case three weeks, so there's a deviation already, um, and six weeks for a .25. It's usually 16 weeks for the entire patch cycle before the next major patch. And one time it's been 17 weeks. I believe it was 4.5 was 17 weeks. So let me let me count off the weeks for you. Let's assume 6 or 7 weeks. Until the Relics, 5.25. So okay. it's February 18th, the patch. So one week, February 25th. Two weeks, March 3rd. Three weeks, March 10th. Four weeks, March 17th. Five weeks, March 24th. Six weeks, March 31st. One of the two projected dates. What comes out March 31st, Sly? Say it. Say it. What comes out March 31st? P5R. Persona 5 Royal comes out that day. That's, That's fucked scenario number one. Now, let's say it happens to be seven weeks. April 7th. Now, do you want to begin to explain the myriad of issues with that, or do you just want to go straight to the big kahuna of them? Uh,
2: okay, well, let's see. Like, Even three days after um, P5R, we have uh, Resident Evil 3 Remake. And then within that window, yeah. Hi, Remake.
1: Final Fantasy Seven Remake will be three days later. Apparently something else comes out on the 7th. I don't remember. What it is? No, I, it's it's not like as big a title, but it's still something a lot of people. I don't remember what which which one it is. Uh, somebody somebody told me earlier in my stream. Uh, hmm. But there's no Cyber 27.7 is not for a while. I think it was I think it was something. Yeah, they delayed it till autumn. Yeah, it's something yeah. else. No, Animal Crossing is March Twenty. Somebody said there was something else. A Fall Seventy Six expansion. So nothing. Uh, anyway. Um, <sighs> I feel like there's still something else on top of that, um, but yeah, it's not—it's not a great window of, of time. It's not a great window of time. <sighs> yeah, expect your relic to to either clash with seven remake or P five R. It's gonna—it's gonna clash. I mean, to be fair. It clashing with Final Phase 7 Remake is, in my opinion, still clashing with P5R, because that game's going to take you, like, a week and a half, two weeks, a month to fucking beat anyway.
2: And even since, like like I said, I'm going to have to take a break to kind of do three Remake and then get back to P5R and, you know, a merciless run and all that jazz.
1: Dude, I don't want to do it. I've got too many other games around that time. I'm not doing a merciless run. I'll watch I'll watch my friend Martin do a merciless run. And I'll just, I'll stick to just below that. I'm just, I'm good. Mm. Neo 2, no, Neo 2 is March 13th. 13th, so Nioh, yeah. yeah. That's another one. There's Cold there's cold Steel 3 for PC on March 23rd. Trials of Mana is one. That's around that time. It's busy. It's busy. It's busy. <sighs> I'm not looking forward to it. Thanks for,
2: yeah, thanks for telling me how much of a life I'm not going to have happen.
1: Thank you. Uh, this is all. Doom Eternal
2: twentieth. Oh my god.
1: Yeah. That's the same day as Animal Crossing, though. So sorry, Doom Eternal. You take a backseat. I got. I got to go kick trees to find money uh. and pay off Tom Nook for my fucking house. All right, I got to do that instead. Uh, so going back into the Ishgard, which is again in five point two one. Uh, that's when the ranking system will kick into place they showed off later in the live letter the Coupo of Fortune scratch-offs, which... Mm. Sly, so I, I don't know if you noticed anything about the rewards that they showed for Coupo of Fortune. But first place uh-huh. both times was a Pisa wearing Crafter AF1. It was a chef's hat, and the weaver hat, and the little vest. I think all the first place prizes will be Paisa's wearing Crafter AF1. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Nah, I I feel Mm -hmm. we're we're two for two on examples. You know, we need at least a third one to to get to set a precedent. But at the very least, there's two of them. (laughs) (laughs) There's also the eat bread emote, which I guess you just carry stale bread with you everywhere so you can nom on it whenever you want to. Um, and then there's even some like old minions, there's materia, there's fireworks, there's a few things, and you earn that by helping with the reconstruction efforts. so that yeah. was pretty cool. Gathering in the diadem, we got to see our fire in my laser gatherer limit break, which just decimated mm-hmm. enemies with three million damage instantly, and you get materials from it. Yeah. It's pretty simple. It's a pretty simple gameplay loop. Gather, fire your laser, shoot the whoop walk away with stuff, help rebuild Ishgard, and you're good.
2: Rinse and repeat.
1: Rinse and repeat. Very simple. Nothing too fancy. Some weather conditions, some other, some rarer enemies occasionally for your rocket launcher. Yeah, stuff like that. I'm worried that if two people try to rocket launcher the same mob at the same time, they're both going to expend it, but only the first hit person is going to actually get it. Right. A little concerned about that.
2: I mean, that had to come up in development, though. I mean if you thought about it, if you thought about it, they nine out of ten they probably had to as well. Okay. All right. We'll see.
1: So I'd like to remind you that during the presentation today, uh, the gathering notes didn't work. So things can go wrong regardless of what is foreseen. Just there. it's not always about who thought of it. It's about does it happen? and it could just play that card um the expert difficulty recipes they're even adding training materials to craft with expert rules so you don't have to dump Mm -hmm. all your super rare materials into an expert craft i really like this idea yeah it's like a it's like a crafting training dummy but with like supplies with a little bit of a gill sink involved only a tiny bit
2: right i mean i feel like this should have been added when you know crafting was intimidating well, that, right I word? think that's
1: what experts are trying to do. I think it's trying to make these specific recipes intimidating again by making it so they're not mm-hmm. like one button macro style crafting uh, decisions that you're making here. So I think right. that's why. I think that years ago, that if if they had thought of it, or if it had been a priority, they probably would have done this back then. But it, you know, mm. I'll, I'm I like the idea. It sets a good. It sets a good precedent. It sets a good groundwork for people who are trying to get into crafting, which has really been their big focus of 5.X so far as getting people into crafting and gathering, making it less intimidating or more diverse in the options you have or, you know, how you go about leveling it or profiting off of it, which you don't know.
2: Yeah, meanwhile, Ash and, you know, all the other godlike crafters are just like, you should be stop it. God damn it. Don't.
1: Don't. He killed my desynthesis market, man. I'm still mad. Yeah. The only thing I can desynthesize for money is, like, what, oh, that new thing that you could get with the really high item level stuff. In the latest patch mm-hmm. that people are using. I don't even remember what it's called. I got a few of them. I sold them. So my uh I'm I'm doomed, man. This 200 mil is gonna have to last. I'm gonna have to do some maps. Cause there's the you don't fuck me on maps, man. There's still some rare shit in there. Shell leathers are what it's yeah. all about. Yeah, the dissolvent, yeah, the sublime yeah. dissolvent. That was the one.
2: And even with all these changes, they're still fucking removing actions.
1: Yeah. They didn't go into any detail about that this time. They're like, "What's still being adjusted right. or changed?" They just said, "Please right. look forward to it." So, uh, I mean, I I didn't really do anything with Ishgard the first time around. I'm still curious to see if this satiates the hardcore crafters because you didn't to you didn't satiated. build a barn. No sly, I didn't build a barn. Mm. I was kind of fighting a giant killer robot when all this shit was going yeah. down. Yeah, I know. A jiggly waterman and his hand. Work. Yeah, twerkin, twerkin all day. So, yeah, I didn't let's just say I wasn't high on the priority list and it was done by the time mm-hmm. I had the time to participate. And at that point I would have just been gathering the stuff to grab the various items. I it wouldn't have been actually part of the reconstruction effort. And mm-hmm. I could just buy those items with Gil and I'm stacked. So, what the fuck do I care? <laughs> It's the truth of the matter. I don't need to do that shit. And then we got fishing. Interesting. It's not really like the Final Fantasy XI boat, even though that's the comparison I want to draw the most. Uh, So they're adding a notification if a fish bites. It seems that the intensity of the bite changes the intensity of the emote. Like it's one exclamation mark for like a light tug and like three for for a big tug. Uh, Giggity. And um, <laughs> had to do it. That's that's nice. I mean, that's that's one of those accessibility things, and I'm always right. okay with because, accessibility.
2: Because a lot of people play with a controller, and not everybody has the vibration function. So usually, if you have the vibration function, you can just you know fish and chill and fish in Netflix. Yeah, it just kind of keeps
1: making fish. it more chill above anything yeah. else. It's a it's a chill quality of life update.
2: I mean. It, it, It says that you won't have to pay close attention to your fishing rod, but you still kind of have to pay attention to at least what's biting. Yeah. You can't be 100% like just chill.
1: Now you can literally see the number of exclamation marks and kind of make an informed decision like quickly. And that's Mm -hmm. good. These are the kind of things I always kill for in these updates, even if it's not content I involve myself in. But I'm not going to lie. I probably level my Fisher to 80 just to like consume the content. Yeah, Yeah. just to see it. I don't really care about the the base fishing, but this thing they're doing with ocean fishing, I think this is probably one of the smartest things they've done, gathering-wise. So it's basically the boat... Let me start by saying the Final Fantasy XI aspect of it, I don't care for. The boat only comes every two hours. And then there's a 15-minute window where for every 24 people that queue in, it makes an instance of the boat, sends it, and then starts filling the next boat that's gonna cause server issues day one i guarantee it they're gonna have they're gonna end up like limiting boats or something that's i foresee an issue with that server wise that being said i don't care for two hour waits even 11 doesn't do that with the boat the boat just it takes 15 minutes to go it takes 15 minutes to come back there's two boats running so this better be justifiable by the time i see it in game Maybe it's just so you can go do other things in between. I don't know, but if you just want to fish all day, you're just gonna fish all day anyway. Just let people do it on a boat. That's how I feel about it.
2: But, I wonder if they'll add a note. I wonder if they'll add a notification or a timer.
1: You set it. Set yeah. an alarm. The in-game alarm. Just set that. I mm-hmm. guess we have the technologist. And we do. Yeah. They, uh, they said it's, there's three fishing spots per ride. You have seven minutes per spot plus a cutscene in between even though the instance has an hour tied to it for some reason.
2: And you can't skip the cutscenes.
1: Can't skip the cutscene because it's tied to everyone. It's the timer that sets the mood. It goes between the actual fishing nodes and areas. You'll be able to go through a few areas like Costa del Sol Faro Sirius, the Dravanian Hinterlands up by Idleshire uh, the ocean that's mm-hmm. between uh, Hinterlands and Charlin, basically. Uh, and while you're there, everyone's trying to contribute to an overall haul. And at the end, it'll even let you know who was like the highest contributor. And so, so you can do these little like competitions within the boats. You can like queue in as a full 24 man with your friends and do like FC mm-hmm. fishing jamboree kind of things. And I, I like that. See, even regardless of rewards, having the ability to do things like that, and that's most people's immediate, I guess, kind of reaction to it. Is for me in an MMO is always a good idea to have events like this to encourage events like this.
2: Do you think they'll add an event in a official capacity, like an official competition? I wouldn't be surprised
1: this? to be honest. This is the kind of thing where you could absolutely do that, and to have that groundwork set is important. They do. We don't have right. a lot of those things in Final Fantasy 14. That's that's why Baldessi and Arsenal, amongst the people who did it was such a big deal because it was one of the only things we could actually pull the FC together and do yeah. as a team instead of breaking off into little clicks and you know consuming content as these smaller groups. Even just having this as a fun little option for a free company event, among other things that you can do in the game, it's like openly encouraged here. And I like that. It's, it's an MMO. It's, it's having more social features is, to me, is just never a bad thing so I, I heavily approve other than the two hour thing of the ocean fishing stuff that they're doing and they said they're going to add more stuff to the future they're going to add like NPCs like like pirates attacking the ship but instead of like actually attacking it you gotta outfish them you get
2: into a fish off <laughs> yeah you know? get
1: into a fish off it'd be really funny if you could like get into an instance with another ship and fish off against the other players on the other ship that'd be another
2: competitive one I'd like that
1: yeah it's, I just. I think it's fun. I think it's fun, and I think it's funny. Like that. This is. This is a it's pressure you. that they've set. catching
2: the fishing bug. I'm proud of
1: you. I'm not it's even fun. catching the fishing bug, but these are. This isn't a very MMO esque thing that you can still technically enjoy. Like if you're the only person on the boat and you enjoy it, you can still do it. If it's like completely dead at any point, mm-hmm. but it's also. I just like it when they encourage MMO interactions. And this is, as much as I didn't like Eureka, and as much as I always talk about how much I don't like Final old classic Final Fantasy XI from a gameplay perspective, from a social aspect, there's a lot of positives. And this yeah. kind of takes that approach. And I approve of that. So, get, to, get, to, get, to, get to, a clap. Thumbs up. There you go. Clap. Yeah, it gets a nice loud clap right into the microphone, and now I even made this ear ring for myself. So Thanks. that was some good job, me. Thanks. Yeah. A few other things that they added um, that they went over: Alliance raids are going to be a new game plus now, um, which makes sense. Near has already given us a choice in that. Right. I, that won't be there yet because we can't, we haven't completed it, but we pretty much figured that you know we can eventually go back and choose the other path. For example
2: free company rank will be increased to 30. 30.
1: Isn't it like 8 or something now or 9? I don't know. I never paid attention. To. It's it's much lower than the new cap. And apparently the new cap is it increases company chest space. Right. I wonder by how much cuz there's a lot of open space in the company chests like menu for extra tabs that you just can't use yet. So I hope it's like hmm good amount for the company chest cuz uh that would be ledope. dope uh and then they got into
2: the cinder drift
1: yeah that was when I was like we're done talking about the stuff we already told you about now let's at least show you or talk more about some of the things we revealed and they started with the cinder drift with ruby weapon um and they so apparently there was some accidental spoilers but i haven't I read them the... yet
2: I wonder what the spoiler was.
1: The dialogue box on the screen was Final Fantasy VII's UI. Final Fantasy Seven. And the NPCs yeah. were talking. What the NPCs were saying. We don't know. Well, hasn't been people know. Someone's translated it. I just haven't looked.
2: Oh,
1: okay. But that's like the spoiler. They realized they were like, oops. And so for like the rest of it, anytime they fought something, they had all the UI turned off. He just had to run yeah. blind. Yeah, But it was really nice to see the Final Fantasy 11 text, I'm sorry, the Final Fantasy 7, we just got done talking about all the 11 stuff, Final Fantasy 7 text box in there. Um, fight looks fun, even on normal mode. It, it's still, you gotta remember, it is just a trial normal and extreme. He, I know he's Ruby Weapon, but like, come back down to Earth, he's gonna get shit on in under an hour on extreme, and then we're gonna have mm. that post like, Ruby Weapon was beaten too fuck easy for such a reputable boss fuck in Final Fantasy franchise. How
2: dare you shit on Final Fantasy Seven? Shut up. Y'all are getting a remake in the moment. Stop fun. Fuck up. Go fight Ruby <laughs> Weapon and Remake. God.
1: Well that won't happen for until it's gonna way in the future. Oh man. Uh yeah, this is it's it's, a, it's just temper expectations. It's an extreme trial. Okay? Right. Okay?
2: And the story for The Cinder Drift is tied back to the story of Gaius, and it will continue in the upcoming 5.x patches.
1: Yeah, the only little tidbit we get of that kind of from the trailer was Gaius saying, I'm the one who kindled this flame. You know, I should kind of do something about it. Uh, not verbatim, by the way, paraphrasing. But, yeah, so he's he feels kind of very, very responsible. It makes sense considering our experience with him in the Praetorium. They had all these experiments going on with, like, proto ultima's and all that kind of stuff in there. So mm-hmm. this is clearly the result of that research that he was running. And so it's all your fault, Gaius, fix it. It was it's very weird to see him in the same room as Bon. That's it's so weird to to be presented that. Oh yeah, Gaius and Bon and Alamigo and I'm like That's not a sight I would have expected 4 years ago. Yeah, not at all. Okay, <laughs> uh, it is still exciting though, and the music—it's oh, an ultimate weapon remix. Oh, mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. I love it so much.
2: Everybody, everybody was headbanging at the beginning of the uh, trailer, so yeah, I'm really looking forward to it.
1: Question: They said the second so- half has some big surprises. Is it an? Is, does it have a new theme? Is this, so my question is, is this the generic first phase music for all of the trials in the Sorrow of Warlit? And then the second half is the Ruby Weapon music?
2: Stokin's always surprised us. He always, he always, man, don't don't get me dreaming. Don't get me dreaming about music.
1: I, I I'm dreaming right now. Not to mention, the trailer had the Primal's version of Insatiable, which up to this point was only in Dissidia Final Fantasy NT for the fourth anniversary. Hmm. That's our, I believe, our first Primal's arrangement of a Shadowbringers theme. The Insatiable uh, Primal's mix, which, great theme to do it to. Makes me wonder if they'll even bother doing Innocence. Because the thing is, is Insatiable, the Innocence theme, and... The Shadowbringers' theme, are all kind of like lame
2: motifs of the same idea. I really wouldn't mind innocence.
1: I just wonder, like, because the lame motif, like, here's the thing: the songs are completely different, but like they they share the 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 the, having those shared vocals. Kind of, I just wonder how they sound when the Primals do it. Because I'm not obviously, I I have no musical prowess. You wonder. Well, you we know, how I, I generally wonder I generally because it's going to be weird if they just like imagine if they played all three of them back to back hype as fuck. And then you just have to hear those like four bass lines and we fall seven times over and over again.
2: See, now I'm looking forward to the fucking concert at FanFest now. Don't get me. Don't get me hyped up for something like in oh, November.
1: We got to talk about that later. Don't you worry about that. <clears throat> That's in this live letter, my friend. That's in this live letter. Either way, it should be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to this. I'm looking forward to seeing what that second that that second half is all about that they kind of teased to us. Oh yeah. Talked about job changes next. Again, there's uh, there's not a whole lot. We we kind of touched a on lot. it already. There's not a whole lot. Summoners are mad. That's what else can you say? It's not really too surprising. Uh, yeah. Wait for the patch notes. Probably the full patch notes. I'd imagine there's. I remember seeing a translation. It started being shared a couple days ago, but it's actually from last week that said that they're probably not going to go too in depth about job adjustments outside of general statements like being buffed, being nerfed in the future, um, and that they may not appear in preliminaries either because people then start losing their minds about it. Um, I'm curious about that. I'm curious if that ends up coming to fruition for a couple of reasons. One, because as much as people lose their minds, we love having something to discuss. And yes, we could t- talk about it after the fact, but sometimes it's fun to talk about it before the fact. When you make a general statement, people just kind of start guessing. They did actually go a little bit into detail on Red Mage. Flesh is going to get buffed, oh. and the damage fall from Contra Six Day, I think, is being reduced. Yeah. It's kind of simple, but I'm sure they're doing more yep. than that. You know, more on top of that, but my yeah, and we, we... Lie, oh, Okay, go ahead. You and I have been to a couple media tours at this point. Mm-hmm. I'm... I wonder if the potencies are just going to be, like, absent from everything.
2: But this is a couple patches in. We're talking about, like... But this seems to be, like,
1: a the thing they're just going to be doing. Like, if they if they continue down this line of thinking, I wonder how that will eventually affect the information flow when the expansion is coming around. Because people lose... Oh, my God. If you want to talk about people losing their minds... Yeah, let's talk. it mm-hmm. Like that's the biggest example is Mediator information. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious. But, there's
2: not, but I feel like there's so much time after that information, after we released that information, that they had to adjust and you know quell the outrage. I feel like this is like with this, it's a it's a much shorter time frame.
1: Yeah. To even make it, but issues. you never, you he just, you never, you never know. You never know. I like to think of the the possibilities. I'm just curious if it will have any impact on that. As someone who's like created content, you know, we've seen the the outrage whenever we come back with information. No matter how many times we tell people this is an older patch, it's not the live server values. Nothing is final. It doesn't matter how many times we say it, people freak the fuck out. For me, that's the biggest example of exactly what they what they discussed in regards to potentially withholding numbers and details on specific potencies.
2: All right.
1: It's just people always freak out about it.
2: <laughs> that's never going to change, though.
1: No, it won't. They can do. They could try, but people. Because here's the thing: if we don't get any numbers, then people start making up numbers in their head based on like cooldowns mm-hmm. and other and then it gets even worse and then on top of that even if we can't see the potencies sometimes people see the damage outright like in the footage and they're like well if I were to put that through my simulator for an encounter based on 100% uptime in a vacuum that would be uh, complete shit NERD (laughs) I I love the people who do that because then I don't have to do it but I also hate it at the same time (laughs) Thank you for that. I just watched the Simpsons movie on the plane, (laughs) too. So it's fresh in my mind. Just that that's fresh in my mind, I like it. Ah, man. We'll see. Uh, Yeah, we're home. The Katari are up next. Gatherer only Beast Tribe.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: And they didn't really say much. We found out we're getting a a pot of screed, though, as the mount.
2: Pot of (laughs) screed. Is that the is that our meme name for it now? Because I haven't... It
1: certainly is, it is 100% a Pot of Screed. screed. You can you will not convince me that that is not the name of that mount? It's literally the, the serpent of Ronca, the great serpent of Ronca in a jar.
2: <laughs> my one, my one big takeaway from the Atari is. And they said there will be a point where you, as the player, will have to choose what direction you want to go in. And, like, personally, I love when they implement, like, decisions that differ for every player in, like, certain aspects of the story. So, yeah, this is a good move. I like it. I feel like they should be doing this a lot more often.
1: So here's the thing, Sly. I agree. Okay. I agree. I like it when they do it. New Game Plus is a thing now, so even, you know, even if you... You know, yeah. Kind of want to know. At some point, you'll get to know, or you mm-hmm. have your friend tell you. Um, up to this point, we haven't seen how the near decision affects anything at all, and I doubt it does at all. It hasn't really had a profound impact in the tour in the two places we've done this so far. Fair. Like Eureka, when you beat Baldess in Arsenal, ends exactly the same. You're just choosing what order the events take place in. Near, no matter what. You got to be disabled, you know, or batteries run out, or to pee, I'm sorry. So
2: you you really, you really want to see consequences.
1: I want to, I want, especially with Nier going into the future ones, I want, anytime mm-hmm. they do this, I want it to, like, mean something more than I agree or I don't agree, <laughs> which is essentially what it's boiled down to. Right. I I'm glad they're doing it. I'm glad they're exploring it. But explore more. I'm encouraging it. Go further. All right. They have to do it. And, and they said decided, that. And they said
2: the uh, rewards and XP will still be the same. What yeah. would you be okay if the decision affected rewards?
1: I think they don't need to do that though. I don't think they need to go I down mean, I that think, road. It seems like it.
2: it I just don't like want it to solution.
1: end the same. The problem is the decisions we've made so far. it ends exactly the same. I get that you maybe don't want an end-of-the-world scenario, and, like, I'm not asking for, like, you know, the guy who kills every guard in town in Oblivion versus the guy who, you know, follows the law kind of decisions, where, you know, one is makes you the ultimate criminal, and the other makes you a justice among the people. Oh agree. But Agreed. I just don't want them to end exactly the same regardless of which one you pick, which is what they've done so far.
2: Oh, believe me, I agree. I understand completely. You're talking to someone who plays SMT. I, that's what I want in every fucking game: is a decision. But <clears throat> there has to be some like small way to differentiate it, whether it be rewards, whether it like I think that's one solution. I really think rewards should be a solution. Like similar rewards. When I say similar, I mean like one shouldn't outweigh the other. It should be even but it, at the same time it should be different
1: i just I, mm. it's such right now the choice is so arbitrary i don't care i'm not gonna care when i yeah. make my decision i have i haven't had to care the first few times i'm hoping the near rate eventually makes me care i hope they take the fact that we mm. have new we have new game plus now you can make the decisions lead to something different Mm-hmm. As long as it's not like a huge gameplay adjustment, you can do it. You have the technology yeah. to let us revisit it. Go nuts. That's it. Go nuts. That's it. Yo, Guitar is probably gonna go nuts. <laughs> yeah. That's like, we're like, we need the Alliance Raid one now. Do that one first. Okay, guys? He's gonna (laughs) fuck our shit up. That's where
0: you want it. That's where you want the
1: to come first? That is, that is priority numero. Get that shit working now. All right? Okay. (laughs) We got job quests. We've got all these, we've got all the class quests. We've got some story quests that still don't work. No, get the fucking Alliance Raid shit working now. Okay. But we will learn more about Raktika, the Ronkins, the Katari. Mm-hmm. There's a lot to learn. Yep. So, uh, I'm looking forward to it. I'll break out my miner and my botanist for the first time in God knows how long and earn my pot of screed. Next was my favorite part of the live letter, though, Sly. And not for the reasons you think. I just like to watch Yoshi mm-hmm. P. fuck up. <laughs> I just like to watch Yoshi P do jump puzzles live and hate existence. I have- th- again,
2: again, I blame this solely on you. you
1: I didn't are make him miss for- that jump.
2: No, you didn't make him miss the jump, but you made him made him do this content. You made him implement this content.
1: Sly, a lot of people do leap of faith. A lot of ever, I love going in and and having just like it's like ants trying to like get out of the nest, and I love it. It's it's amazing. Okay, we are we have our new courses in Leap of Faith, and they will be taking place in what looks to be the ruins of the floating city of Nim. You fall off, you go back to the beginning. Simple as that. Yep. I watched him miss with one of the simplest jumps, like for up forty five seconds straight.
2: Of course, this motherfucker would think it's simple. That's
1: yeah. why he couldn't jump from a platform that was next to another platform. And then he missed jumping on the first platform that's just slightly above ground level a good five times in a row. All right.
2: Fucking call out Habs for being fucking elitist in his jumping puzzles. What the fuck, Habs?
1: Listen, I've done Kugane. I haven't done it again to do the lamppost jump, to be fair. I did it once, and I haven't gone mm-hmm. back to the lamppost jump.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I did actually go back and try it, and then I got, like, almost to the top, and I I was like, can I make it from here? And then I learned you can't. <laughs> I had to go up that one last little bit to get there. Um, and I love Leap of Faith. I love it. I know you do. I especially like that Ethos doesn't like that we're defacing national, like, landmarks. <laughs> it's just to jump on. Like,
2: just for a fucking jumping puzzle, exactly.
1: <laughs> you get so mad. I love it. Well, I'll, I'll be like, "Edith, well, explain to me the lore of these ruins. Like, what do you think that building was based on its architecture? What do you think on it?" So I wait. I'm sorry. Can you repeat that? I couldn't hear you. I was I was climbing up the ledge. This was great. This is some high quality content, right? This is alone worth losing a dungeon for. Like, forget the ex trial and five points. This was worth losing a dungeon for. Okay, won't change my mind. I I will get more. I will play that more than any dungeon you release in any patch. You heard him. You heard him. Keep them coming. Keep them coming. Next housing area. Do another. Do another. Jump puzzle, like a real good one, not like the Shuriken one. The Shuriken one's kind of. Uh... It's alright, Sly. You uh-huh. got fit. You got fishing. I got jumping. Okay, mine's better. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so next, we got into Eden's verse. Yes. Now, now before we go into what he shown in this section. In the trailer. We did see we didn't see a fight with two primates. Yes.
1: We also saw my my prediction of the Ramu Centaur. Although it's a Terra Centaur, I've been I've been informed. The wings make it a Terra Centaur.
2: Didn't we make didn't we make a prediction that somehow like he
1: like Ixion
2: and him would kind I, of like use
1: that literally has been my prediction since we found out about Eden's verse having the thunder planes.
2: What drugs are we on when we think of this shit,
1: dude? We just put all the lightning people together. That's all we do. It's like, just put them all together.
2: Garuda, Garuda, if it looked, you know, reasonably no, dude, Garuda, normal. No
1: Garuda, literally the warrior of light was like, I remember them thighs and all these wings. And then that's it, they were done. And it came out looking so much like the original that I'm like, you know that. I was like, warrior of light, you've remembered that one too well, okay? Yeah. You need to, yeah. you need to relax, okay?
2: <laughs> you need to relax with some dank cush to make this shit more hard. Really? <laughs> no. Stop. You need to, you need to give up one. the hallucinogens. No. And and yeah, even with that one, before we even go to Ramuxian Ra or whatever we want to call him, we don't know the order.
1: Dude, we, I'm, I'm we we assume. It. I'm predicting. We, we assume, it's trailer order. We're assuming. You are yes. I'm predicting so you're it's trailer the, order. Fir-
2: the first two fights are you know original you know original. No shooting. no no
1: no 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 no. I think it's the fight they showed us with the curl from Gears of War. Ramu second, and then Ifrit Garuda third, and they're keeping the fourth a secret, which could be an original boss, or my personal wish is it to be Shiva, um, but it could be either. Or I'm leaving that prediction. That's happening. what we're thinking. Yeah,
2: that's what we're thinking because it makes no sense if if Shiva. I mean, Shiva. Now you got me saying it. Garuda and Ifrit are the last fight. I don't think they would shoehorn Shiva in as the, you know, the savage part.
1: No, no, no. You mean like the savage? No. So here's the thing: they only showed us three fights, and I don't think they're going to show us like one, three, and four, or you know, two, right. three, and four. If they're going to show us one, two, and three, but we still don't. We don't know the order. It could be like Ramo, Krill. You know, if I, I think no matter what, if or Garuda being third is is my prediction. And the okay. four the fourth is either something very Final Fantasy VIII, like an Adele, an Ultime, she, a Griever, something like that. It's or something that would be a massive spoiler. Or it's yeah. Shiva. And because they wouldn't show us, I feel like Shiva might not be something they keep a secret. I feel like something very closely tied to Final right. Fantasy Eight, they would they would let that, you know. They wouldn't, they would be more, you know, tight-lipped about that. Um, So I, I actually, I don't think it'll be Shiva, but that's my personal wish. I still really think Shiva deserves to be the last boss of a Savage tier. Okay.
2: Let's go ahead and go there since, you know, that this is what we do. After this tier, there aren't a lot of 2.0 primals left. I mean, we're not going to be fighting.
1: Unless we're fighting Bahamut and Odin as one.
2: Yeah, we're not fighting Mugen.
1: Yeah, like I said, we're all, there's there's only those three and nothing else.
2: Yeah, right. So the next tier, possibly all original or eight centered.
1: That's what I see. That's why I want Shiva to be the last boss here because I think they could do a marvelous job with it. I think she deserves to be the last boss more than Titan does. Way more than Titan does from our experiences with Assail and all the heavensward events in the Dragon Song War. There's a way more than he did, and it also would mean they can focus entirely on Gaia and and her influence in the story. Right, because the primals, they're really cool. I love the visuals. I love the music. It's great seeing these reimaginings, laughing about them, joking about them, and fighting them. But they have they. As, they're so central to the story and yet they have nothing to do with the story. They're like, right. oh, we need to refill the empty with elements. How will we do it? This is how we will do it. But they're not the story at large. Like the actual thing going on with the Oracle of Darkness and her involvement. Hmm. So I just want them out of the way. In this tier. <laughs> and, and, and now there's hope, but we don't know. For certain. We don't know. But...
2: Back to the continent at hand, he showed off Ramu, and like you said, it's Ramuxian. I that's what I'm going to call him.
1: I like the no. Ramuxian. I saw I saw Iximu, and I was like, no, that, that doesn't Ixamu. work. Iximu. It sounds like a cow. Just so yeah.
2: This is the stage is kind of similar to Titans, with a few exceptions. One being the sides. Um, they're not all like equivalent. the the squares are not all equivalent it's just there are six longer like rectangles on each side and then there are like smaller squares in the middle Uh, you can fall off Uh, we did see orbs we kind of knew that was going to be a thing but the question is how because I tried to I tried to count the original number of orbs that appear first and then like more orbs appear so I'm like fuck I should have got a screenshot
1: well, it's worth remembering what the orbs did in normal and normal the orbs that were two or three effects depending on how you look mm-hmm. at it effect number one is they increase Rumos damage for every orb on the field right so you had to control right. you had to control the number but you always wanted to make sure you had enough around to do mechanics but not so many around that killed you um mm-hmm. number two is by collecting three of them you would uh, gain lightning resistance where that's the only way to survive the tank buster on extreme and you also needed it to break the tethers in the in the later phases mm-hmm um and then effect number three is if you gathered too many of them you got a healing reduction yep so it could be similar and you need a different number of orbs or it could be it's most likely not exactly the same but it's going to be derived of that in some way i'm assuming the rectangles are going to play to the original where if you stand in the water you get electrocuted Mm -hmm. i'm assuming those rectangles are going to fulfill that sort of uh endeavor i don't know if, if the rain coming down is going to like fill up sections and then those will you know electrify if you're standing in there i can see that happening or if it's just going to mark sections like regardless of all that you know it's not without the fancy sfx and and graphics and all that stuff but that's that's, that's my prediction i think it's i think it's going to be fun it's going to be the first or second fight in my opinion so it'll right. i hope it's the second one because i would like it to be void walker ish difficulty um we know it's gonna be a little harder they always say that but like it's it's minuscule like the, the difficulty difference is minuscule no, it more hell. depends on the fight design
2: no hell please no hell, please no bullet hell
1: toho no, no toho? toho you don't want toho
2: i don't want to in my raid
1: yeah no. well too bad because we're gonna down your raids in point three so you get more toho right
2: now in regards to the tier that yoshi p said it will be definitely Definitely be more difficult than even skate.
1: I remember. Listen, I remember when they said the same thing about Sigma scape Chatternook was the biggest laughing stock. <laughs> Phantom Train was yeah, a big upgrade over Altroy. Chatternook was a laughing stock. Guardian was slow and boring. And mm-hmm. Kefka questionable. Kefka. Yeah, I yeah. I kind of thought Kefka was boring. Also, I, I like bosses that move and auto attack a little bit more than stationary bosses. But Neo X Death was such a a marvel of a 12 and a half minute encounter. And Kefka was a, like a seven minute, you know, snoozville followed by like nine and like 10 minutes or so of, you know, a few really interesting forsaken patterns and then repeating them a couple times over. Yeah. So you the, know, I, you know, I wouldn't argue that I wouldn't say that it, it was that much harder. I wouldn't argue that it was easier, but I'd argue that the fight design determines that more than them telling us it's harder. It doesn't matter if it's scaled but, closer to item level or anything.
2: But you may also see some new type of mechanics that are not typically seen elsewhere. So some mechanics may make you go, oh, 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 oh the hell? What? What? <sighs>
1: can, that's such a bold statement to say. Because like, it's not that they can't do it and it's not that they haven't done it. But like, mm-hmm. when I've been playing MMOs for so many years. How much are you really going to surprise me? That's always my question. You can do it and it's been done. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't expect the arena to like go up and down and the Titan, you know, the, the different elevations and whatnot that, but was it really, Mm -hmm. did it really change my perspective from like an MMO standpoint? No, it was still an AOE goes here and an AOE goes here. It's just, everything comes down to fundamentals. So I feel like this will be some, some things that are like really cool visually or like mess with the arena, but they're still fundamentally very familiar. You know, it's really hard to do anything that's not fundamentally familiar with uh with raid encounters but that doesn't mean they can't be fun and i just hope they're fun true i think they will be i hope so because uh that that trailer was too hype for it to not be oh man
2: now the next thing they and we already talked about it in a bit more detail ocean fishing we we kind of explained it and we kind of went over it so um, yeah
1: there's not much else to really say about that i i just i again just i love the competitive nature of of this and they also were kind of smart. They made so you can buy bait or repair gear on the boat itself
2: that's a really good thing because i forget yeah
1: that's that's a nice little thing we got we got i don't see like we don't really need any more information about like they they covered everything time weather you know more fish you get more points hq different fish um, it was great
2: this might be in correlation to it it might not be but hey they did add like the Prints of the fish that you catch, you can actually put them in housing now. Yeah. So small, small, like quality. I guess quality of
1: life update. Yeah, it's uh, it's the little things.
2: Yeah, it's nice. So, in um, speaking of raid, we were just talking about the next thing he showed off were the uh, the gear sets from this tier of eat
1: and uh, they're looking
2: they're looking pretty good, I'd say.
1: I don't care for the capture Wait, sets you? but everything else was okay so there's a much better picture of them on the press site and on the 5.2 mm-hmm. site where it's literally the group shot of them all together um right. the tank stuff looks great I'm trying to determine based on the weapons if we can kind of figure out who the last boss is I think they're just Eden themed again but they're just like a different Eden yeah. theme oh because they were like kind of glowing and I'm like is that ice <laughs> I was like, I'm <laughs> reaching for it. I'm Like, hey, Did ice.
2: you did you try to like did you try to correlate it? Yeah. Yeah, I was oh, like, man.
1: I just I was like, I'm, I'm I'm wishing this into existence, but you know, into it's like it was just blowing yeah. a little bit. I was like, is that ice? Is that ice? No, it's just it's all Eden themed, it's all light themed, I suppose. Realistically, the thing I was most excited about was the machinist crossbow. <laughs> I was instantly like, well, yeah, I I want yeah. that. I I I want that a lot actually like a shit ton the rest is you know take it or leave it i like the tank gear i yeah. like i like the the ranged gear i don't really care for the white major the the, or the healer or the caster gear this doesn't excite me i was more excited for the winner of the ranged D- the design contest yeah the design contest um, for ranged dps because that's that's going to be the theme of the crafted gear and i think that stuff looks pretty good oh yeah i'm a fan i like the winner I like the winner. I'm, I'm always, I dude. I never look at the winners of those contests when they actually get announced. I just wait till I see them in a live letter. I'm like, oh, that looks cool. And everyone's like, yeah, I've seen it. And I'm like, but listen. Oh, I fuck, haven't, I haven't seen it. Yeah. I haven't seen it. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I
2: mean, don't kill my vibe. Just don't kill my vibe.
1: Can never kill my vibe unless I've been up since two in the morning, in which case you're well on your way. Yeah. They talked about Ishgard again. We kind of talked about this earlier. Um, they showed off a sheet mount, a Dalmel mount. Uh, the Dalmel mount they specifically said was from Ishgard. They showed off the Cupola Fortune thing we mentioned earlier, um, and then they showed off the Eat Bread and the fire, the firework eat. animation, the prism. Yeah, the prism, yeah. prism. I always call it just I just call them all fireworks. They're all fireworks to me. I don't really give a shit. I use them <laughs> and something cool happens.
2: And then they showed off new, I uh, think a new clam.
1: Yeah. It's like, um, it's, it's Box barista. Yeah. Which, Chocobux. well, she's got a Chocobo on her apron. People were like, oh, it could be a Moogle box or Mog box. I'm like, no, there's a Chocobo. It's Box." No, it's
2: no, it's Shardbox.
1: No, that's, that's what our box says in Pokemon. Shardbox. No. Are you saying shard? shard bucks yes okay yeah i'm okay with that i'm still gonna go with chocobox but uh (laughs) just because of the chocobo on the thing uh next up was skysteel tools these are the crafting and gathering relics and i was kind of relieved to see these aren't script grinds these are straight up make or gather items and your weapon will be or your tool will be empowered uh it's a straight up grind which realistically what else are relics (laughs) <laughs> oh, I guess that we have to question that a little bit after this.
2: Now, they did say that stats won't be better than a fully melded crafter tool. Yet.
1: Yet. That's exactly the same as with the raid stuff, where it's not as good as the yeah. raid stuff. Yet.
2: Right. Yet.
1: Yet. <laughs> um, but this is something even I could... I, I, I think I brought it up maybe a show or two ago, but I did the the original... Uh, the Lumi, uh, Not I think they were called Luminous items. Uh, Basically, you needed to gather like 33,333 items to get the Arum Reborn uh, special weapons. They weren't any better than the other stuff, but I've done me some gathering grinds before. I don't mind this at all.
2: You don't mind it.
1: Because I'm not a hardcore craft gatherer anyway, so I don't need the fully melded tool. I'm never going to do the stuff that needs that. So I'll just do this. Except for fishing, unless I can do it on the boat. Because if I can't do it on the boat, I'm not fucking doing it. So uh, yeah, this is just something for anyone who doesn't want to be a full pentamelder. It's another option. It's a grinded out weapon like the relic. Simple. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Pretty straightforward. It does have a story. Get... These are like legendary tools of legend. That will help restore Ishgard. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I'm, gonna I'm just there for the grind.
1: I'm there for the frying pan with the dragon on it. I mean,
2: yeah, that pretty,
1: it's pretty neat. Awesome. I, re- I really like, especially the 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 saw, the carbon saw. saw.
2: That saw looks amazing.
1: I would take that saw into battle. I mean, it is a saw, yeah. so I guess I'd take any saw into battle, most likely, as long as it's not too floppy. Giggity. Um,
2: and then, now we get into the actual battle rope.
1: They're going all out with relics this <laughs> expansion, aren't they? Yeah.
2: Save the Queen, Blades of Gunhilder. So, this is where we're getting our trial. I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. I'm hyped. I'm they hyped.
1: say it. Yeah, yes. They said it. They said the new trial is about extreme difficulty and is part of this quest. Now, I've heard whispers of them saying there was a non-extreme version of it for the initial... Co- I, don't, I don't know if they I don't think that's mm. true. I mm. haven't seen anything mm. else that suggests that. I've seen maybe like no. one or two people mm. say that. Um, nope. But, I mean, I'd, I also wouldn't be surprised because Relics of Gender have moved away from the A Realm Reborn style, where you actually have to do mm. content, I suppose, um, that is more than just roll your face against it for ten hours a day. Uh, but, this looks to be emulating the initial A Realm Reborn base weapon relic quest line right the 5.251 will literally be a quest series you complete from A to Z and at the end you mm-hmm. get the weapon and then you want to do another one do do it again just simple as that it's, it's entirely it's very story driven we get a lot of teasers for it in the um, live letter itself and I am very okay with this as the initial approach for the weapon, it does mean it'll be a little less grindy, but it does mean I can very easily make more than one.
2: Again, like even though this is easier to all y'all, do like every single weapon. Stop it. Get some help. Like seriously, fuck's wrong? With Got too much time. But going back to the trial itself, are we fighting a breath?
1: I don't think yet. Not yet. I think he's the end goal of all of this. I think our BA is probably going to be like his actual encampment. And the question is, is it Arcadia? Because in the trailer, we see something that looks akin to Final Fantasy XII's Arcadia, but a little bit a little bit destroyed. I don't know if that's because of uh, an incursion or, you know, maybe the Bajjans you know, breaking in to try to steal some of the tech, or if it's an annexed city-state, like Rabbanaster, It also may not be Arcadia, it just most reminds me of Arcadia. Mm-hmm. But I think that BA is likely going to be where we encounter Gabronth at the end of it all.
2: So, you don't
1: think Tartarus plays a role? Oh, oh, Tartarus 100% plays a role. Did you see what happened to Bastia in the trailer? That shit is... Fucked. Now, we know that's from Project Meteor, but mm-hmm. there's no doubt more shenanigans going on there because the, they specifically you need to complete the Return to Evil East quest series. Tartarus is a part of this without a doubt. Side note. Remember
2: that conversation we had like maybe not a week or two weeks ago about getting players back into 24 man's to evil least and people not doing it yes, yeah we'll do remember it. that fucking conversation yeah they <laughs> took care of that issue hey hey everybody everybody who didn't do return to e least under god sid's waiting on you he's waiting like a parent waiting on this kid to come home with a bad report card
1: Tell me, he'll he spank hi. you he'll spank all 24 of you he'll spank you and your entire class
2: yeah get ready to deal with people have
1: fun with that my favorite thing though is because it's a direct continuation to the Return to Evil East raid series, um, they brought Matsuno back in. Yes. To continue writing the story. That's tactics and, and the Evolution universe, that's his baby. They're letting him be the one in charge of it again. And mm-hmm. I am one hundred percent okay with that decision. Because uh who else? Why would I why would I entrust that to anyone else?
2: If it ain't broke, don't fix, don't fix it.
1: Hell no. I'm just... I'm glad to read all the things they said about this quest series after what was then initially presented. So, we will not have exploration content in 5.25. For me, that's fine, because Animos... They, they said that they didn't have everything ready for Animos and Pagos when they did it initially. I think this mm-hmm. is the result of that. They can now... Push the first, they can. Well, we can't say push back because there was never a promise of exploration content in 5.25. We made that assumption because the relic was on the way. Um, they've instead gone within a Realm Reborn route, and the exploration content is in 5.35 mm-hmm. and is not, I guess, all the way tied to the relic. They, the stories are tied, but they're not like you have to do both simultaneously.
2: This time it's a little more split. Please don't think of this as another Eureka. It's influenced by it, but it will be different.
1: That's what they said about Eureka in reference to Diadem as a reminder. They said this is not another Diadem, but we have taken, you know, aspects from it.
2: Inspiration.
1: Yeah. yeah. So this is very much the same. Like, I just keep thinking along the idea of a zone, a field instance where the rules aren't quite the same. That's that's probably the easiest way to to, the umbrella to no pun intended with what's coming up, to uh, to put this kind of content under, what exploration content falls under. Um, yeah. So in 5.35, we'll have the more traditional Relic grind, but we have this, this is as old school in terms of a Realm Reborn, even 1.0 as it gets, because the 1.0 quest was very similar to this, with a little bit more bullshit wrapped up in between. I would highly advise doing the Gunbreaker quests if you have not yet. Um, they do dig into backstory of what's kind of pushing this especially the level 81 which has a quick but res, but important revelation that kind of leads into all that happens here and uh, they've already said they're working on another Baldessian arsenal they're calling it codename ba2 in the dev team and they're like we're gonna take the things people liked and do away with the things people didn't like hmm and I couldn't have asked for literally anything. This sounds literally like they're just taking all the things people didn't complain about in the old relic quests and are just trying to like perfect them in a sense. Yeah. This will be, this looks like the ultimate consolidation of feedback over six years. And I hope it turns out that way.
2: I'm optimistic.
1: I am too. This mm-hmm. is the only time they've revealed a relic quest and I haven't just been like, Hold your eyes, yeah. <sighs> great. Fucking great. Can't wait to do fucking 600 Alexanders again, huh? Can't wait to stand outside and fucking wait for a fate for four fucking hours just to step up to get a cookie and to get silver on it when I sat back down. Sure do love doing Arf hundreds of times. And Brayflocks hundreds of times. And dragons and Pagos. <laughs> I never had these complaints about the A Realm Reborn one. A Realm Reborn one, I was like, oh, okay, you know, do this. Oh, it's kind of annoying to go to the area and kill the mobs. Oh, boo Kill ten mobs. In four different, like, three different places. What a fucking, yeah. No. They're off to a good start. They're, they're off to a good start in my book for this one. That's yep. how I feel. I'm gonna get a lot of relics this time around. Why did you put the stop it meme in the notes?
2: For everybody who gets all those fucking relics he put it in our
1: notes only him and i can see the notes and he put a meme in the notes to say stop it, it can help. I. No, it's not, not the message isn't for me though why did you include you went out of your way to put this in here
2: you said you would get multiple relics right
1: i do two every expansion i do i do the first a realm reborn i did bard and ninja heaven's word i did monk and ninja i think and eureka i did white mage and monk it's two
2: you're thinking about you're thinking about doing more aren't you
1: if it's if it's like the the were Ar- born ones i did all of them because it was like fucking six hours to do it wasn't even six It was like three or four hours to do all like one whole fucking relic mm. if it's like that again i'll fucking do them all i don't give a shit At least to get the base weapon. This shit's easy as fuck. I get to do an extreme trial fucking 17 times, whatever it is. I'm okay with that. I got no problem with that. (laughs) Now, the 5.35 step may not continue a lot of those weapons. (laughs) (laughs) Okay.
2: That's what I was wanting to know.
1: But the initial step, why not? (laughs) Just no fates, please. (laughs) Just no fates. Oh man I'm looking I'm really looking forward to this one. and then they showed off umbrellas. again, it wasn't a it, the pun was not intended, but they are adding umbrellas They're literally just like you hold an umbrella and they, they went really ham on this. This is like one of those features where it's like like I get that you want to add these things like as a role-playing element, but you're treating it really seriously and I don't know how to feel about because <laughs> they're not just adding umbrellas sly. They're coded like mounts, although they can Steel. be used in city states. Unlike mounts, they're going to get their own menu, equivalent to the mount menu. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to be adding them to all sorts of content. Like imagine going into ultimate and getting an umbrella. Where's my fucking cruise chaser umbrella, huh? Where's my where's my brute where's my brute umbrella? Where's my perfect umbrella? Where's my Ultima umbrella? Where's my Zervan umbrella? So I still don't have Zervan weapons. Can I get a Zervan umbrella? Seasonal events umbrellas. Yokai Most Watch. Maybe an umbrella. <laughs> Maybe because we already have the two mounts from the Yokai Watch. What if, if you get the four new weapons, you get the Yokai umbrella? See, think of all this content they've just made. (laughs) Umbrellas from maps, umbrellas from primals, umbrellas from dungeons, crafted umbrellas, deep dungeon umbrellas, ultimate umbrellas, blue mage umbrellas.
2: Stop. You're going too far. You're going too far.
1: Think of all the the content. content.
2: Don't give them all the content. Think
1: of all the leap of faith. We need to spread this shit out. Leap of faith umbrellas. Okay. Maybe they can make I'm it slow crazy. your fall so you can make the jump, Sly.
2: Yeah, so um, after umbrellas. Orders of
1: uh, umbrellas, fishing umbrellas, still. Fate Stone reward umbrellas, Beast Tribe umbrellas. Every place there's a mount, we can have an umbrella now. PvP umbrellas. umbrella guns
2: My good you good
1: <laughs> sightseeing log umbrellas oh, so umbrella stand furnishings umbrella striking dummies the Mog station umbrellas two people umbrellas on the Mog station veteran reward umbrellas achievement reward umbrellas now
2: Chad, I hope you know you're fucking feeding him. Stop.
1: Keep God. it Keep it going. Just, no. Come on. No, chat. <laughs> umbrella minions. <laughs> I mean, there's Raccoon City. Oh, yeah. Where's our Relic Umbrella quest line?
2: Chat, stop. Please.
1: I say Blue Mage Umbrella already. <laughs> Dude, when we go to FanFest, it used to come with minions. Now it comes with umbrellas. Now you've gone too far, Goku. Now you've gone too far. (laughs)
2: Lastly, (laughs) uh, this was mentioned uh, before, I think, in I guess the earlier live letter. But uh, spirit bonding and retaining materia, you won't be converting materia. I mean, gear into materia. You retain the gear; and it'll just respound, uh, reset the spirit mon and you keep the item. Demi material will be adjusted. It'll in be cheaper. In their words, be cheaper. For in
1: their words, my income again, Yoshi P. Thank in you. In
2: their words, I don't want to say this too loud, but if you're hoarding them, please sell.
1: He even said later, after he said that later, he just straight up said, "We're lowering the price." He's just like, why did you even, why were you coy about it the first time? Just fucking say it, alright? Job quest umbrellas, good call. (laughs) Chocobo race umbrellas, security token umbrellas. Who who needs a free teleport location? Just give me an umbrella. (laughs) There you go. Every week I'm just going to be on the lookout for umbrellas. Uh, They said they considered making an umbrella job at one point in the live letter is the funny thing. They said that. They were probably kidding, but they said it. (laughs) It's too good. Grand Company umbrellas. Hunt umbrellas. It just keeps going. Good. Good. Uh, Am I? I don't know, are you? I don't know if I am. Near umbrellas, evil well, east umbrellas. Okay. Stop it! Egggy glamour umbrellas. <laughs> I need to I need I need some umbrellas, man.
2: Moving right along. Um, that was pretty much it for you know the 5.2 content and everything. And then we get one final teaser trailer. Not even a fucking teaser. No, it was.
1: It was straight up a teaser trailer. That's what it was. No,
2: no. It's, it's not a teaser when you go ahead and say straight up dates and where.
1: Yeah, but it's still so, it's still teasing me because now I have to wait.
2: FanFest dates have been announced.
1: And locations.
2: North America and locations. North America still retaining that first spot. We will never be middle or last. Uh, November 6th and 7th 2020
1: No it's the year 7,000 72,020 that's what the slide Says November 7th 72,020 I don't know why I can't say it
2: So FanFest is going on pretty much It's her
1: Yes we'll be there for a while But
2: yeah San Diego
1: Thank Christ As much as I predicted Anaheim, it would have been okay. I am okay with any reason to go to San Diego. I lived in San Diego. I love San Diego. It's so much more chill to be at. It's a good venue. Thank you. Thank you for putting it in San Uh, Diego.
2: Followed by Japan on December 19th and 20th in Nagoya at Aichi Sky Expo. Always second. And finally, Europe. London. Excel London, February 20th and 21st.
1: I'd like to remind everyone, London may be not part of EU, but it is still part of the continent known as Europe. <laughs> Everyone's like, that's not EU FanFest. And I'm like, it's the European Fan Fest." It doesn't say that it's uh, EU. It says it's, a Euro- it's a Europe. <laughs> yeah. They, they haven't left the continent. They've only left the Union. All right.
2: Uh, notes about the, notes about uh, Diego should fit approximately twice the amount of people as the Last Fan
1: Fest. If I recall, Last Fan Fest was seven or 8,000. Now, keep in mind, they're not renting all the halls because all of the halls fits, like, 50,000 people. They'll probably and rent, keep like, in mind, like, halls.
2: keep in mind, a month before that is TwitchCon. Because TwitchCon is staying in San Diego. Yes. And that pretty much takes up the entire convention.
1: Even they, I don't even think TwitchCon takes the whole... I think the only thing that uses that whole thing is San Diego Comic Con hmm. I think I'd, I'd have to go and look again but I don't think TwitchCon uses all of the halls I'm pretty sure only San Diego Comic Con uses all of the halls maybe there's some other ones we don't know about but at least in the gaming world that's the biggest event that goes down there I'm so happy it's in San Diego but keep in mind um, around November I lived there for a while so around November I know it's like really far south um, but it sometimes rains so bring your umbrella hmm that was a joke. Sly. It doesn't actually rain. I just wanted to say umbrella again.
2: Yeah, I'm just moving right past. All right. Um, in regards to uh, Japan's fan fest, the they wanted to do it in Tokyo, but the with the Olympics, the availability of venues, they had to move it from Tokyo. So,
1: so I'll say this. As someone who has been to the Japanese fan fest and the location they had it for the first however many years, they use the same location mm-hmm. as Tokyo Game Show. Um, mm-hmm. that is like an hour and a half to two hours outside of the airport, the nearest airport, mm-hmm. regardless of which one you fly into. If I'm not mistaken, there is an international airport in Nagoya and it is much closer to the venue hall. So for anyone who's traveling from out of country, uh, this should actually be. I don't know if it'll. They say it actually has a higher capacity too. It's like a 1.5 hmm. times capacity from what they were using over at the the previous location. Um, but even the travel from outside the country should be should be easier this time around. I don't know how much available transit there is, but Japan's great with transit, so I'd imagine it's it's as good as it is, you know, elsewhere
2: going on sale at a later date uh, and they will announce that in the coming weeks I would assume in another live letter
1: yeah I'd assume so um it looks like they're not as spread out as last time either I think the Japan one was in March last time when I went over there so it was uh it was at, mm. like end of December and then we had to wait all the way till March this is kind of like like an eight week ish uh time yeah. between the the second one and the third one it's still only like and it's yeah it's about seven weeks between the first and the second like Eight weeks between the second and the third, so it's actually a pretty good flow of information this time. Feels a little, a little bit more consistent. Mm-hmm. And I'm, uh, I'm a fan. I, 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 like when we have a consistent flow of information. Good for the show. Yeah, it sure. We'll is. have shows. Yeah. Oh, we've got plenty of shows planned. Don't you worry about that. Uh.
2: uh last. Yeah. Last but not least, uh, passionate reading on the 18th. Yeah. Um, yeah, usual, very know, and a few other stuff about Pax East. Some um, announcing the the art book,
1: a uh, a vote on favorite Final Fantasy features, mm-hmm. which we won't be involved in because it's not stateside. All most of this stuff is not stateside. It's a hotel, right. um, the Royal doing
2: Mart- a- Doing an Ilmeg theme room.
1: Do you think that it just plays the Titania theme the whole time you're in there? And you can't turn it off? That would be hell. That would be hell. You just walk in and that's all you hear is the Titania theme. And there's no Uh, way to turn turn it off ever. You You go to sleep. It's all you hear. (laughs) It's just... (laughs) <laughs> that's that's not a hotel that's an escape room, <laughs> escape room. <laughs> <laughs> they close the door and they're like can you make it out hey you know what kill two birds with one stone once you get out the music turns off and then you can sleep
2: <laughs> <laughs> and then of course the uh, the primals concert in um, April
1: so. yeah four or five days after Final Fantasy 7 remake doesn't, I mean it's a concert it's not like that's the, that's a conflict but you know I can't every everything that happens around April 10th to me doesn't exist and you need to be at least like seven days out. are you
2: are you just in this vacuum where only seven remake exist in that time frame yes
1: between between okay. the day after re3 remake comes out and and the 17th of April nothing else exists just that and that's where they uh, they wrapped everything up, was with that last announcement of that Primals concert. And I'm I'm really jealous, because, again, we've only heard Insatiable at this point, And this is a Shadowbringers-themed Primals concert. So this will probably be the first taste that anyone gets of what the Primals-Shadowbringers lineup sounds like. You know, whether it be Innocence or <laughs> Titania. <laughs> the Primals rendition of Titania is uh, a frightening endeavor, indeed. Just go heavy metal with Just go like that Just go full like heavy metal with it I'm okay with that Uh, There were some other things they did Update the 5.2 site Realistically it just shows us The only thing that's really that new there They added some renders of the primals A render of Ruby Weapon but they added a picture Of the Bajan and a little description Of the Relic Quest line and we saw our good old buddy Geralt of course we're making weapons. He has to be involved. Which means Rowan is probably involved. So it's been nice knowing you guys, but Rowena is about to have our uh, balls by the grip for the next year and a half again.
2: As always.
1: As always. And she always has Geralt's balls on a grip. He ain't never going to be free. That's the truth. She's brutal. Um, And I think that was all they really added to that. I'm trying to think if there's anything. Else. No, I think that's it. Nope, yep. that's pretty much it. And with that, Sly, I have been awake since two in the morning, and it is almost go loose.
2: the fuck to sleep.
1: I'm hungry. I gotta that's eat. Better. I gotta eat. Daddy's gotta put some food in his belly. As far as I'm concerned, and I got some other things I got. To, I have to tend to as well. There's a city event, the mm-hmm. city Opera Omni event in fifteen minutes that I have to wipe off the face of the earth so mm-hmm. uh man this was so um, it feels so good sly we have so many shows finally lined up we will yes. not have alolan shows for quite some time at this point yes
2: there will be quite a
1: bit of friday shows yes the next several weeks will be friday shows um so yes. for anyone who is wondering we can promise you the following next friday will be a preliminary patch note show the following Friday will be First Impressions of mm-hmm. 5.2. The following Tuesday or Friday, depending on availability, will be our spoiler cast. The following one after that will be a raid show. The following one after that will be air Zivia. Ishgard will be coming out about that time, but there will be job balance. There's likely to be a job balance show somewhere in that vicinity. Then probably a crafting and gathering show.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then that's as far ahead as we thought. And then we'll do an umbrella show.
2: So, yeah, that's Stay of the Realm, everybody. Thank you so much for coming. And thank you so much for watching. If you're on if you're on YouTube or any podcast uh platforms, thank you so much for listening, I guess. Yes. Sorry about all the umbrella.
1: I thought you were going to apologize for the number of shows we haven't done. And now you're apologizing that for too. something that doesn't need. A pol- yeah. There's two things that don't need apologizing, Sly. And you've apologized for both jump puzzles and umbrellas the two things that we need to we need the least but there is one thing that we still do need to talk about we thank sponsors at the start of the show of course we thank steel series who helps with the giveaways every month Mm -hmm. that's been my sponsor and the show sponsor for quite some time now and they're awesome uh we also of course have our patrons their names have been scrolling in the top right we've actually had quite a few new patrons come in over the last uh week or so i don't know why because we haven't been doing shows i've barely been doing anything on youtube but they did it anyway so you guys you guys are awesome thank you for joining that and of course we have our patrons of darkness who do not provide me with new images because they're busy but they support the show and we thank them all the same scoochie cross from genova and Oni. oh sly by the way did I remember to do it? I don't think I did. I one hundred percent found oh, it.
2: Oh shucks! No. It.
1: Did I remember yeah. to load it? No, I didn't. But I know where to yeah. find it. Did I? Oh, I, oh. I finally found it, Sly.
2: Oh no! I
1: finally. There we go. There, there's the one that Sly doesn't Fuck's like here. because he wasn't, he wasn't, you know, looking. I guess when he doesn't even look bad in the screenshot but he hates it hates the screenshot don't worry i hope they both provide umbrella screenshots i hope we get an umbrella screenshot with you can okay guys i have a request for the next when when umbrellas come out i need all of you on primal to to find him and take screenshot like just mob him with umbrellas i hope you can if you can use umbrellas umbrellas indoors which you probably can't because it's bad luck in the club when he's like chilling in in the club just like walk up and just you know prevent anyone from raining on his parade yeah i'll be on primal for raiding but i'm not gonna play that character outside of raids probably (laughs) just keep that character geared and then uh you know Go back to playing on my Gilgamesh. (laughs) I'll keep his tombstones capped, and then I'll play on Gilgamesh. And I have to clear the raids on Gilgamesh, too. But I will be raiding on Primal. I will be raiding with Tate and Pharaoh and Ignis and Zareph, and it's going to be a good time.
2: Yeah, sounds like
1: a good time. It's going to be hilarious, and comms will be enabled on that stream.
2: Oh, there's going to be a lot well, of content Six
1: of us of- are streaming So it's like, there's no point In hiding comms at that point
2: There's going to be a lot of content Coming out of it
1: There sure is
2: Please look forward to the videos on the yubtubs, Ladies and gentlemen
1: Yeah, that's going to gonna be a good time Alright, with that though, Sly We thanked our sponsors We've thanked the umbrellas And now we have to tell everyone Where they can find us At Sly where can they find you at? What are you up to? What's what's on the docket? Hit me.
2: You can find me at twitch.tv slash twitch.tv fox, Twitter at sly at Slide of Fox, uh, Facebook Slide YouTube.com slash development room. Just generally playing a lot of shit, a lot of JRPGs. Um I also do station W S L Y on Saturdays, which is a City pop radio station licensed on Saturday nights after Shin Megami Tensei Saturdays so if you need some chill music to listen to on a Saturday night you know where to find it and happy where can they find you
1: you could find me mr happy 1227 at twitter twitch facebook youtube and occasionally but very rarely instagram and uh it's been a hell of a week, man. Something I can we can I can say with Sly and myself separately because we we had some shared obligations this week. We are up to some fun stuff that at some point we'll get to we'll get to talk more about, but we will not be talking more about now. Uh, we got to go to a Persona Five Royal event. Uh, we got to tweet pictures There's some pictures on Twitter of us, uh, you know, stealing the treasure and the palace that they built, and uh, we got to meet and talk to some of the the VAs and some fellow. People who stream or do YouTube and, you know, this yeah. may have, you know, done a little more than that. But we won't talk about that just yet. And uh, then I went to an event the next day. Apparently, Miz was at the event I went to, but she was in a later time slot. It was uh, for a game called Outriders. And uh, there's some top secret information on this hard drive that you'll learn. Encrypted. Encry- yes, this is very securely encrypted. I, I, I'm not even sure how to actually get into it. <laughs> kind of, I kind of need to maybe figure that out because so I need to be able to get into it. Um, but there's going to be some fun stuff on that. We've obviously got five point two coming around. We've got mm-hmm. uh, March is going to be Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. There's going to be uh, Animal Crossing. There's going to be Doom. I'm probably just going to take the Animal Crossing yeah, route because it's on the Doom. same day. Yeah. So there's, there's a crazy amount of things that are coming up. I'm replaying The City of Final Fantasy Opera Omnia. I'm back on my mobile game kick a little bit, so I'm looking forward to that. There's still Temtem, Shiny Hunting, I'm just, I'm all over the place, man. I got, We got a lot on our, we got a lot on our table and I'm really excited for the beginning of this year. <sighs> so that's what I'm up to, that's what Sly and I have been up to, mm-hmm. and we're looking forward to continuing to share these moments with all of you. So with that, we'll move on into a short post-show, and then I will go eat, and then probably sleep. That is my plan. And get this posted to YouTube and uh, and uh, all the podcasting things. iTunes, Android, all that stuff. So thanks, everyone, for tuning in. We will see you next week. I can say that with confidence. We shall. We
2: shall. We shall. On so Friday. That,
1: on Friday. Eight days from now. Seven days for you on yep. YouTube, but it'll be next Saturday for you on YouTube, so still technically eight days. So we will see you then. Thanks for watching. And until next week, take care.
2: See you next week.